Damn it! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. Malaykas? Come on, man. <laughs> we have to sit on this for three days. Gosh dang it. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the Losers Lounge. <laughs> Nuggets, give the Lakers their first win of the season. And it's a bummer. It's a bummer of one. The Sunday Absolutely. Lakers. Saturday night nightlife in LA undefeated as the Lakers get this one 121 to 110. There are some silver linings. I will say this. It's a long season. A lot of stuff goes on. This game, I kind of felt like the Nuggets were going to lose. They did end up losing. They actually kind of went not too far off of what I expected from this one. But there were some silver linings. So at least we'll be able to get through that as well as talk about the Thank continued God. concerns um, with the Nuggets so far. First, we're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Dev, how'd we do tonight? Not good. Very, very much not good. Really? It was a bad night on the on the the bets as well. Hated it, man. That's horrible a tough one. night, actually. Horrible night. It happens to all of us over here, though. Looking sexy as always. It's Brendan Vote. If you, this is half a costume. I can't wear bunny ears after they lose to the Lakers. <laughs> you on could. The, I, yeah, I'm not doing it. You it's could a, do it though. It's an hour long show on the internet. There's a limit. Even I have shame somewhere. What if There's the show's like really good though? It's like really gets going. Would you? Would you then? Yeah, sure. If we okay. find a vibe, if we, right, find, if we a vibe, find a vibe, we'll hey man, on. we might find a vibe. That's gonna be right, really right. tough to do, I think. Uh, over here, I've just got Harrison. <laughs> I'm not in costume. I can't. I could not do it for the post game show. <laughs> I could you just, not. All you did was put on boots today. I guess the black pants as well. It looks like you like country music. Doesn't he look like a <laughs> dev? Tell me, he, you do. Yeah. Does he look like a Grizzly Rose guy <laughs> yeah, right now? Absolutely, Don Nelson. <laughs> Don, Don, Don Nelson. Wait, what you mean talking? Willie, Willie Nelson? Nelson? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of doing the Napoleon face right now. Willie Nelson. And over here, Napoleon uh, died. I don't my... mind country music. I really can't believe that uh, I kept this on. Like, actually, when we sat down <laughs> and we did the countdown, I'm like, fuck. We <laughs> 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 have to go through this. Yeah. After that? After that, man, you might as well do it. You look great, though, honestly. Like, it's a good it's a You good look costume. better than us. Yeah, you should yeah. keep it. It's actually I a should keep term. it. Yeah. Keep it. <laughs> um, nuggets fall this one. Uh, you guys want a fast recap? My, my costume fast, tonight required my computer to be like, and then it ran out of battery. So I don't have all quarters. <laughs> Your there. costume had a time limit on it. It had a time limit. Battery died. <laughs> it whatever. expired. Uh, my first note here, Nuggets wore the city jerseys tonight. Re oh, they really note. represented Denver well. <laughs> good note, boss. Nuggets look great tonight. Yeah, they in really their, did. In their they uniforms, sure looked they looked great. Yeah, um, sure. Bones, first note is Bones Highland, a late scratch. Uh, can you confirm that this happened in warmups? I mean, I'm guessing it did. I don't, oh, okay. I don't know. I just, okay, so we don't know when he got hurt, but it's but he it was like a late scratch. Seems like it happened in warmups, yeah. It might have happened in warmups, or it just might have been like, a, hey, I feel like I'm good, and then all of a sudden, oh, wait, maybe I'm not good to go. Whatever it is, Bones was out as a late scratch. Became a major storyline later on. We'll get to why. Michael Porter Jr., do you guys remember this? First Two shots of the game, three pointers, drained. Oh them. man, what I was like, what oh, it was like to be young. Then he <laughs> caught that third one. I thought he was just gonna rise up and shoot, and I, then he and then he didn't. He didn't. Just let it fire. And then he it made two in a row. Just go for it. But he made two in a row. I thought for sure he was having a big night. Kind of had just a normal night. Um, Anthony Davis was hitting his jumper tonight. Jokic was giving it to him. And he was taking it, and he didn't miss very many of them. He was very good tonight. A huge bounce back performance from Anthony Davis in this Jokic AD matchup. Mm. I think he by, for Definitely. sure got the better of Jokic Definitely. tonight. Jokic dominating early on, but in second gear. Like, he just was playing, like, such a slow speed. But, you know, he was getting to the hole. He was making some buckets. Nuggets had a double-digit lead. Have you guys heard this story before? Nuggets had a double-digit lead and then, like, just took their foot off the gas for, I don't know, 30 seconds and blew it all. That yeah. happened in the first quarter. This isn't even – this happens again later on. We'll get to it. But they did get 12 three-point attempts up in the first quarter, which is kind of an outlier for the Nuggets. They don't usually get threes up like that. They had a 31-26 to lead, and it felt a little bit like the Nuggets had blown an opportunity. They had a huge lead. 31-26 is like just good enough that you're not mad. It still did feel, though, like, okay, the Nuggets put their foot on the gas, get serious for another quarter. This could be, you know, a 15-point game in the second half. A hundred percent. They just – I don't know what it is, and – we're going to talk about toughness because I do think there's like just this. Do the Nuggets have that dog in them collectively? Mm. I think there might because that's teams that do. They take advantage of those moments and yeah. they make you feel bad. Nuggets tonight just were kind of like, oh, we're up. Maybe we could win this one without drive. Um, second unit still lacks an identity. No bones tonight. You put Ish in. And even when Ish was healthy for the moments he was healthy in the first half. Didn't go well. Um, it still didn't go well. And I think that's, that unit still doesn't really have a clear identity. You don't know. What are you trying to do? 
you know, what, f- succeed or fail, but what are you trying? Like, what is the idea behind it? Still doesn't quite have that down. Um, and the Nuggets lead got all the way down to one by the time Jokic checked back in. So they had like a th- 11, 12-point lead in the first quarter. By the time Jokic comes back in, down to one. Mur- Murray was really struggling in this first half. Mm-hmm. In the second quarter, he got a little bit going, but it was kind of like after a series of really bad plays, he got a little bit going. Nuggets playing a little bit more zone, just kind of noteworthy because they've been going to it a lot more than I've ever seen. And then just so many missed layups. Fortunately, also LeBron missing bunnies. But Jokic and LeBron both having a competition to see who can miss the <laughs> easiest shots. They were going back. I would call it a draw. 55-51 uh, Lakers. Murray, uh, in the third quarter, Murray started catching fire. And it was probably the best stretch we've seen Murray I play so. through yes. this entire yeah. year. Definitely. Really the whole second half. Nuggets needed a little pep in their step. Murray provided it, started hitting some circus shots. Nuggets got hot from three. They had eight made threes in the third quarter. Nuggets got hot. How did this game, how did they lose this one? Then all of a sudden, Ish Smith is hurt. He's out. Michael Malone, this is where it ha- this is where the whole game happened. Michael Malone was in a tough spot. No Bones Highland, late scratch. So it's not like you planned for this. Then no Ish Smith, who gets hurt during the game. So you really didn't plan for that. So what lineup do you throw out there? Maybe there was no lineup you could have gone to. Michael Porter has four fouls. He's in foul trouble, yeah. So he goes to four defenders. They don't defend at all, especially Jeff Green, who we have to talk about a lot because I thought Jeff Green was atrocious tonight. And the end of the quarter went 13-0 to the Lakers. Oh. In a game that was dead even for... 45 of the 48 minutes, the Lakers had a 13-0 run to end the third quarter. That was the game. It was the only stretch of this game that was, like, out of balance, and it happened all at once, just like that. We'll talk about the lineup choice there. 93-85 Lakers. Jamal took over to start the fourth quarter. There were some big moments with Jamal. I mean, he really, really looked good down the stretch. The game was kind of out of reach, and it was like, all right, we got to throw some Hail Marys. Jamal Murray was up for it. He did it very well. But Nikola Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., couldn't get stops. Couldn't really like turn the tie. They got it to I think six points, five six points. There was a couple opportunities to really make it interesting, but just came up short all the way through. All right, those were the notes. I'm gonna start with you then over here, Pedro. Um, what do you think? Uh, what's your big takeaway? Biggest takeaway in the game was like uh, just the importance of having uh, Bones Highland in that second uh, on that second unit. Uh, the second unit didn't have a point guard that could, or really, like you talked about, the identity, um, not having a guy that they could go to uh, when the offense needs to get humming, not having the confidence uh, to get themselves going. Um, and from there, they just, like, really went downhill. That's where the game was lost. Usually there's, like, you know, a couple of calls, a couple of misses here. But really, that game was lost with the second unit. When you look at the plus minus, they're, they're losing by 25, 26, minus 20. And – you just you want to blame it on Malone, which I think that there's a lot of blame that should go on him because you got to make some type of adjustments. You got to make some type of changes, but not having a point guard that can actually get yourself going. Um, that's where the game was lost. So um, I think it's just with that second unit and uh, the lack thereof score. The Nuggets mm-hmm. have four point guards. They've got Jamal Murray, who played tonight and did well. Mm-hmm. They have Bones Highland, who didn't play. Ishmith, who got hurt and then didn't play. And they have Colin Gillespie, who's out for most of the year. Yeah. So it's one of those things where the roster actually, I think, has an adequate amount of point guards. Bruce Brown can play point guard, too. He started at point guard for a couple games this year. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he, especially with that second unit. Can you say, though, Dev, off the top of your head, what you think Malone should have done there? Because I, I, I'm with you. That lineup is destined to fail. Yeah. 13-0 is like, come on. you got, and no, no lineup should go 13-0. Save on Reed. So what, I, th- what I think that uh, Malone should have done in that game is exactly what he said he was going to do. Have a starter in that lineup at right. all times. Yeah. Have a guy that they could go through at all times. And if there's not uh, another time, this was the time. There was so many guys, you know, not so many guys missing, but Bones Highland wasn't in the lineup. So now you have to get some type of scoring somewhere. Um, why not have a starter in there? They didn't, and we've seen how it went. I mean, look at these plus minuses tonight. I know they don't tell the full story because I don't think all of these guys were bad, but it does tell you we're going to the bench here. Jeff Green, minus 26 in 17 minutes. Uh, Bruce Brown, minus 28 in 28 minutes. Uh, Christian Brown, minus 20 in 13 he minutes. He was bad. Like, everybody, all of the bench guys were minus double digits, Some, three of them minus 20s. I mean, it just shows you that second unit was ineffective all throughout the game, but they were hyper ineffective yeah. to end the third quarter. What's your big yeah. takeaway, Wim? Man, my big takeaway is just kind of a, a bigger picture thing. Look, teams have bad losses all the time. Nuggets are going to have some really bad losses throughout the season. Was this a season. bad loss? I think so. Okay. I, I think so. And I got a little pushback for saying that on Twitter. Like, look, 
the Warriors just lost two straight games to the Hornets and the Pistons. Like they were, these, those are bad losses. These losses happen. I I thought this was a pretty embarrassing loss. Just how it happened. Like oh, Nikola yeah. Jokic just let Anthony Davis outplay him. Like Nikola Jokic's defense yeah. was terrible tonight. Denver gave up. 13 offensive rebounds. I thought that was embarrassing, the effort Denver showed on the defensive glass tonight. Just the transition defense at times, the three-point defense at times. Yeah, the Lakers got hot from three. Well, the Nuggets hit more three-pointers than the Lakers did tonight, like 15 to 13. Like, I just thought um, the shot selection from the bench, Jeff Green bailing the Lakers defense out by just jacking up these ridiculous three pointers. He was, he was of all the players tonight. I thought he was far and away yeah. the worst one. There was just a lot of embarrassing stuff that I thought Denver did tonight. And they just let the Lakers take control of this game. Th- this game was there for the taking. And the nuggets were like, here you go, LeBron. Here you go. Anthony Davis. You guys can have this one. Yeah. I, that, that's why I thought it was embarrassing. Every championship contender has these types of games. And there were some silver linings, but just Denver should have won this game tonight. Like LA nightlife. Yeah. Halloween weekend, Sunday in Los Angeles. Yeah. The Nuggets are a team that should be able to overcome those types of things at this point in the season. I think I want to, before I go to you vote or I can throw this question to you, but I kind of want to go to the Jokic point here. I mean, Jokic, look at this 23 points, 14 rebounds, six assists, eight of 16 shooting. Is that a bad night? Statistic wise. Plus minus was yeah. a zero. Hold on. Plus minus was a zero. You can look at that and you can make a case. Hey, those are good numbers. 23, 14, 6. Those are good numbers. 50% or whatever. And a plus minus zero. The bench is where they lost it. Not Jokic's minutes. But then there's the other part of this, which is Jokic has a, is a two-time MVP. He's not in the conversation for MVP right now like for, for this no, year. And it's not because no. he's been bad. It's just because he hasn't been the difference maker outside of, I think, one game. One, one game he was a difference maker. The last Laker game. But outside of that, there's just been these moments when we've kind of been saying it. It's like, okay, here's where, you know, Yoke should take over here. Let's see. I want Jokic to go press the envelope. And he just seems to not be hitting that button yet this year. Definitely the case. And things, you know, nothing's done with a sense of urgency, it seems like. And, you know, it's still pretty early to be using that word. But just individual moments. There was one rebound tonight where, you know, he can only get one hand to it. But it just... He, he, like, didn't finish the play. You know what I mean? Like, the kind right. of plays we're used to Jokic. He secures that board. He puts it back up. But he's a little too non, slow. Nonchalant. Nonchalant is the word. And and that's, look, he can take that approach on offense if the starters are winning their minutes, and they were again tonight. But if he's going to do that, he's got to bring more defensively. And this is the worst start I've seen from him. Like, the Nuggets are worse than they used to be defensively after the upgrades. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I think a lot of it is, like, Jokic can, can not be uh, bothered to contest shots at the rim right now. And if he's conserving energy, fine, but then you want to see that urgency on the other end. He'll be fine. He'll figure this out. This is October. We do this. But, but, he, it, but yeah, but he does deserve the criticism. He does, for, does like, but that's because the thing. Here's In the, the thing, meantime, yep. the, pass, the passivity on offense is one thing. If he was playing the defense, so you can make the case right. that, you know what, right. they got all these scores. Maybe he wants to let Murray get going. He wants to let these other guys get going. You, you can make up for that. The Nuggets gave up a 123.5 defensive rating tonight to yeah. the worst offense in the NBA. That's what they gave up. Was there a little bit of hot shooting? Russell Westbrook, yeah, he hit a couple sure. threes or whatever. You know, they, they made some shots tonight, and they haven't been making shots. But guess what? That's not. There was all those shots at the rim, the deep, the close out, the shallow. It was a lot more outs. than the three point shooting. It was a lot more than that. And Yoke has so many of them where you're sitting there watching it, and you're like, Jokic, this is this is embarrassing. Like for years, yeah. it's like, hey, you can, he can defend. There's things he can't guard the pick and roll. He can't guard in space. But you know, there's things he can do that the defend, and it just looks like he's not bothered. It doesn't look like he's bothered by the losses totally, right now. Totally. He's not bothered by, oh, we had a bad little he, stint there. He, re- he had zero fouls tonight. And Did he really? <laughs> in a lot of games, wow. I look at his low foul count, and you watch him play, and you watch him defend, and he maybe, I think last game against Anthony Davis, it was when AD drew Jokic, Jokic's first foul on the Lakers' first possession of the game, and then Jokic defended him the rest of the game until late in the fourth without fouling and he picked up his second and third fouls late in the fourth and that was a game where you watch and you're like you know Jokic competed this whole game he played defense without fouling um he got his you know hands on loose balls deflections and stuff you watch tonight's game and you look at Jokic's line and you see he had zero fouls and you're like yeah he just didn't compete defensively yeah for a guy to play 35 minutes to be the rim protector to be the guy that's around the rim and, and trying to slow 
um, a team down that really does not shoot the ball particularly well. So they're trying to get to the rim, and he's not getting fouls. You know, I mean, he's not fouling at all. Um, that just goes to show the effort, and that's what it feels like uh, Jokic is missing right now, um, the, the effort and the impact. On one end of the floor, he's not really, you yeah. know, trying to slow guys down or try to, you know, make that transition or that change to show that he's um, put in work, and that's been something that's like – um, that you could critique about his game. And then offensively, he's like really passive. He's not trying to score every single time. Um, he's not taking over games in the same way. Yeah, the stats show that he's, you know, playing um, well, but it's not the same Jokic that we're used to. Um, and then it becomes contagious where no one else um, is playing at that level. Also, you're, you're, you're working two guys back from an injury. Um, so it's like on you to step up and be that guy. And that's where um, a lot of conversations come about: Is he a leader? Is he's a is he a guy that leads by example? If we're not, if, if you're not seeing it right now, it's hard for everyone else to get online. So um, he he's just not caring right now, and that's what you want to see. It's it's such a good point, and it's hilarious seeing you make it in this outfit. I know it's the best. <laughs> that was really good analysis. It's such a great costume. Dev always dominates. He's like th- he two, this loves two years ago. He's so he good at it, man. Halloween. Some people are good at Halloween. He's good at it. Um, it is like, with Yoke. I just I'm curious when it's going to happen, and I'm curious also why. Like I look, maybe he's a little tired. Maybe you know, maybe he's frustrated with all the newness, and and you know, there's all these new pieces, and he's just kind of wait, we'll wait and let it happen, but. You know, nights like tonight. I mean, he did get outplayed. He out. He dominated Anthony Davis the first right. time around, and we were all like, "Okay, this." Then tonight, he just. It's not even that he got dominated by Anthony Davis. It's that he didn't seem to care for just the let matchup. Let it happen. Yeah, he just let it happen. He just kind of like whatever, yeah, you know. Sure, take of, this one, AD. And, and, and you so can have it. It's a little bit frustrating. I hope he gets off it. Do you have a big takeaway though? I mean, oh, I actually just thought for as tough a spot as Malone was in, he the way he said explicitly it needs to be a starter on the floor, and it doesn't matter if. Lineups, foul trouble, it doesn't matter if. Now, I'm not saying that would have changed the game. I think Porter played hard tonight, but not particularly well. So I don't know if he wins the game in those minutes. But do you go to, so, But he had four fouls. And, and I, I, can I understand, be I understand but he literally did just yeah. say whether Didn't, it, it yeah. can be foul trouble. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is, is what he said. Yeah. There has to be a guy. And he didn't do it there. He was in a tough spot, but it's just an early test for something he literally just admitted had to be done. And so I don't know if they win this game, but it's something I look at. He went back to the five-man bench lineup a, a game after saying that, and they got crushed in those minutes. They got crushed. Eric, this is the point Eric always makes, and I think it's a really astute one, that you know Malone is really good at like big changes, you know, big sweep. He's always just late to arrive them, but he does drive the Nuggets like a cruise ship, very, very slow to adapt, but he does adapt properly. And this is a game where it's like, okay, if you would have told me Bones is a late scratch, I'd be like, ooh, that makes it, that makes it tough. Yeah. Then Ish is out. I'd be like, oh, God, they're going to lose. Ed Malone's probably going to do something really, really dumb in those moments. Because those aren't – that's not the type of environment where he succeeds in, right? The wild curveballs, like, oh, God, sure. now i got to think on the fly and put mm-hmm. something together. That being said, I have to cut him a little slack and just say, would I have gone with Michael Porter there? Probably, because just I think always – Coaches, it's funny. We talk about analytics. Like, coaches can can argue about analytics and stuff. What analytics you should be like? Lots of memos should be sent to the coaching staff. Is when guys get in foul trouble, it's better just to play them and let them foul out. Like, what happens if Michael Porter fouls out with four minutes left in this game? You probably were going to lose anyway. You might have been in it, though. But you might have been in it, and at that point, you can adapt. You say, okay, well, he's out now. Who do we bring in that can replace? Do we need points? Let's bring in an offensive player. Do we need defense? Put it in this guy. But to just bring him to the bench when he has foul trouble, you you, kind of shoot yourself (laughs) in the foot. You preemptively do the thing that you're worried would happen if he does get foul trouble. That being said, the other side of this equation is this is two games now out of seven that Michael Porter's been in foul trouble. Yeah, and he had a couple bad fouls tonight. He did. He also had one like ridiculous call though. The LeBron one was yeah, like what that the was hell not was a that? foul. But I think that's a good note. I think for all the things he's improved in and excelled in, I would say the number one note I would have on Porter this year is that he's having trouble defending without fouling. And so that's and and that's why it matters, right? Obviously you don't want to give up free throws, but you gotta be able to be on the court in consequential mm-hmm. moments. So it's it's a note for him for sure. Do we have a lineup there? It just would have been Michael Porter out there. I mean, I think part of it is that that lineup <laughs> We should talk about this on the other side. But one of the things is, I think Jeff Green is a very skilled player. He's so big, and he provides something that's very interesting to you. But if you need a lineup that's going to like dive on the floor 
grab rebounds or just do things, get stops like, yeah. oh, my God, they're on a run. Let's really lock in. Let's let's hard foul rather than give up. Jeff Green is not your guy. He no. is he is maybe the he's not your guy to stop a run. He's like in the fifth percentile, you know, <laughs> I mean, 95 percent of the NBA is better at, at that one specific trait. And I saw my guy, Nate Jones, who I think is one of the like really, really good provides really, really good basketball perspective. It was during that stretch where he says Denver is not a tough enough team. They're not a physical enough team for this stage, meaning for a contending team. Contending teams tend to know how to be physical. And I think that's probably true. I think that's probably true. Bruce Brown can be physical. We'll see if Christian Brown can be. Aaron Gordon, though, should be that guy, but he's not really. And then mm-hmm. when you get to the bench with guys like a Jeff Green, they just want no part of that. They want no part of it. And it's something we should talk about on the other side. Hassle Cattle Company, guys, go to HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR20. Get 20% off your order from Hassle Cattle Company. It's the best damn Wagyu beef around. Mm. You can get it shipped right to your door. You go on to HassleCattleCompany.com. Choose what you want. Put it in your shopping cart. Check out. Use the code DNVR20. Get 20% off. HassleCattleCompany.com. You'll have your bag of beef show up right on your doorstep. What's better than that? Beef train. HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your order. The top grilling season is still summer, but fall grilling when it's just a little cold out. Second best grill in I think it's second best grill, oh. but it's just a little chilly. Just like, you know, we got to have a... I don't know yeah. if you guys... A lot of people say it falls the new summer. People are saying that? People are saying that. <laughs> are the streets saying Get that? Out of I've here. heard it. Wow. You've never heard that. I've never heard that. Never heard that. I don't Come talk on, to man. anyone but you guys. So <laughs> yeah, none of us said that. None of us said that. Yeah. But for grilling, it is. Yeah. Also, guys, make sure to download the Game Time app. Use the link in our description if you're watching on YouTube. Scroll down to the description. Use that Game Time link if you're listening on the podcast. It's in the podcast description as well. If you need tickets to sporting events, concerts, shows, whatever this year, use our link and the Game Time app. Don't mess around with all those other third-party sites. Try to compare which site is lower, which site has fees, which doesn't. Just forget about that. Use the Game Time app in our specific link. That's very important. Use our link. Uh, Last-minute price drops on the Game Time app if you're procrastinating, if you don't know if you're going to go to a game. Check out the Game Time app uh, close to opening tip or close to puck drop or close to the first inning. Uh, you'll get these great last-minute price drops there. Again, remember to use our link and always use Game Time for tickets to concert shows, sporting events, whatever you need. Dev, I want to hear your takes takes on this. Do the Denver Nuggets? It's not a, just do they have that dog in them. It's do they have the physicality? I, one thing. Remember when the Nuggets beat the Clippers in the in the bubble? Yeah. One of the things people were saying was nobody fears the Nuggets and the Clippers don't fear them, and yeah. then Denver beat them. So so you can like overcome this or whatever. But do you think Denver? has a lack of just physicality yeah against teams that are more physical or are actually uh um have the experience that's when it comes into play like uh, a talented team can beat a team like that um but there's just some teams that no matter what you know that you're, they're gonna go in like um when i was playing in high school everybody was more talented than denver east high school but they always had that dog in them every single yeah. time that they're beating everybody. And you're like, how? How did that happen? They, like, this team was, like, more skilled. There's just teams that you know are, are going to do things. They're going to do things that they know how to do well, and it just changes. Also, when you don't have that fear, that's when you lack it. I mean, yeah, when you don't have that fear, that's when um, the other team just not – they're not afraid of you You at shoot all. a little bit better. They, they just, just know how to things, go straight yeah. at you every single time. And um, with, with Denver, there's, there's not a guy for them. Um, that just like separates them or, or, or changes them or everyone else can rally behind. That's why like a team like the Warriors have a Draymond Green. That's how right, um, the right. Heat have a, a Udonis Haslam who doesn't even play, but is so important and, and vital to like them playing a lot better. Um, and Denver doesn't have that guy right now. They just have talented guys, um, and that's where they try to get it. So um, I think that they're trying to find those guys in different people, but – they just don't have it right now. I would say the guy that has it the most is Jamal Murray. And again, but he doesn't have the physicality. The physicality. He has the dog in him, but yeah. I mean, the, yeah. Although we maybe saw it in the post defense against the Clippers a little bit in that series, but I, you're right. He's not, he's not like a get up. You're not like, him. oh crap, I'm playing Murray tonight. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to have some bruises. Yeah. At the I'm end with of you. I'm with you. And I think you said it earlier, but it's been too long since AG's looked remotely like that guy. And right. I, it's the top thing. I actually thought he played good well tonight. You know, I, I like the season AG's having, but. 
they they need I, I think it's been too long since he's been a, a really good defensive player or a guy who provides that in right. a way they hoped he would when they traded for him. So right. th- I'm looking at him. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely one of the guys that is in a role that you would expect that from. That right. physicality. Just right. the, the again, the Nuggets have to get to a place where other teams are like, Oh crap, we have Denver tonight. They're gonna really kinda kinda bang us up, you know. And it's funny because I think about A D the last time they played last Wednesday or whatever, and he just was not, he was getting beat up and down the court and this or that. And it's like, Hey, they're playing in Denver. He didn't want to have to sprint with them, but you want to have that same, that, like the way AD just quit and rolled over in that last one. You want teams to do that when you're just so physical, like, man, do I really want to go to the, the hole right now? They're going to, someone's going to yeah. put me on my ass. And Nuggets have none of that. And some of this does come from Jokic. Like right now, Jokic is, I mean, the, the one that really stood out to me was Colin Sexton on opening night where he kept going to the yeah. basket and just shooting regular layups because he's like, you're not going to block this. You're not right, going to hit me. You're right. not going to do anything. I'm just going to do this. And I think right now the Nuggets have that reputation in that sense. They're playing that way where other teams are like, I'm just going to the rim and I'm just going to shoot a little little layup because I know you guys aren't going to do anything yeah. about it. It's like when it's going bad for Denver, the Nuggets do get really soft. Yeah, Right. Like, I, I just think back to those first two games, the Jazz series, and it was just Donovan Mitchell going to the, you know, rim or shooting a three every time. And when he got to the rim, yeah, he looked like Colin Sexton looked right. on that opening night game, where he's just like so comfortable getting yeah. past his man, going up against Jokic at the rim and just confidently laying it in. Um, I don't think the Nuggets like are a soft team at their core. I think by the end of the year, to your point, vote when. Jamal Murray looks more like himself. There's going to be a lot more dog to these guys than there is right now. And he can be a big reason why. Um, But when Denver looks bad, they look soft. Absolutely. And the thing is, we've seen this group when they feel their backs against the wall. We've seen them respond like a few other groups, individuals that are involved in those series. But at first... At first push, they bend really easily. Yeah, you know, Demarcus Cousins would have put somebody on his ass tonight, maybe. I could, you know, I mean, he has he's a physical player though. Yeah. That is one yeah. of the things you miss from a guy the, like there that. There was a small one in the Utah game at home that they won, where it wasn't like a big deal, but DeAndre Jordan just sh- threw Kelly Olynyk to the ground. He just shoved him, and there was I I loved it actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that I think you just have to hurt people or whatever, but I just think yeah. the Nuggets were rolling in that game. Olynyk tore them up from the first time around. And then there was this this little moment of DeAndre's like, get out of here, dude. We're not yeah. worried about you. And the yeah. tone setter. Let's keep it moving because I want to get to a few positives that came from this game. And we talked about the negatives, you know, the defense, the, the you, know, you know, Jokic is just in a general sense. One of the big positives, Jamal Murray tonight, if you look at the stat line, it's it doesn't pop as much as you might think. 21 points, four rebounds, five assists. He was a plus 13. He did go three of seven from the three-point line, which is great to see him getting some threes to go. Just 9 of 21 overall, but again, I thought it was a good name. So 20, 21 points on 21 shots doesn't necessarily pop. But in that second half, he did start to get it going. I think, Dev, one of the things that's going on, maybe it's what's going on with Jokic right now, is playing with Murray changes so much. It changes so much, and I wonder if that's part of it. But tonight, he got going in a way that gave you confidence, like, okay, but this is a guy that could actually be a huge X factor and, and change games, at least tonight. Yeah, he's working himself back into that, like, uh, not just game time shape, but just, like, game time speed, yeah. where he's like, okay, I feel like one of the guys. I'm, uh, I'm going to take a, a ton of shots because I feel like I have a mismatch. I'm going to make tough shots. He made some very tough shots in this game. Um, a, a lot of it is like his footwork is just so good. It's so good. Um, but also it's just confident shots um, where you could just see that he's starting to come into his own. Um, he's starting to, you know, get his legs under him um, and he's just wanting to compete. That's the one thing about Jamal is he wants to compete no matter who's in front of him. Um, he, he didn't care who, who it was um, in this game. Um, but you're also starting to see that connection where they're still trying, you know, they're getting on the same page. I mean, it is going to take some time. So there is going to be some up, down, I mean, up times and then some down times. But um, this is a game where he got it going inside, got it going outside, um, ran the offense, it's offense and got himself in a rhythm. So it is great to just see him uh, find himself in a zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where do you think, are you seeing improvements for Murray right now, or is this just a one one off good game? I'm seeing improvements, uh, s- small steps, and it seems like every game he has one of these mini flurries. You yeah. know, 
Like tonight was a flurry. I think tonight was yeah, mid flurry. I'm, I'll call it a mid flurry. Okay. It was a mid okay. flurry. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. But every game he has, you know, a, a couple possessions in a row. Tonight was obviously the like most elongated example of that, where you're like, yeah, that looks like Jamal Murray, and I just think he's going to start having more of those per game going forward here. And tonight, I, I definitely thought was the best example. I mean, he looked for a second like he had that. Jamal Murray swagger, that, yeah. that Jamal Murray confidence where he just knew what shot he could get to, yeah. you know, whether it was that three or, or just the pull up. And um, I just think we're going to be seeing it more and more slowly, but surely you know, he's going to have more mid flurries like that. So the big question, though, vote, and this is a tough one. Do you feel and I put this I put this out there and some of the people in the chat are saying that's exactly it. We, the, one of the big questions this year is, does the Murray, Porter, Jokic, is there enough for everyone to eat when they're on the court this year? And part of this is Murray hasn't quite been good enough for us to know that yet. Tonight, he did get it going, but do you think there's anything to, he changes things so much that right now the whole team is just trying to figure out where he fits into them, where they fit into him? A lot to. I mean, he's on ball a lot. He dribbles a lot. And when he's hitting uh, the shots, that's good. Really it's the, cool. It's the very thing Denver missed, actually, yeah. over these last year and a half. But it is... Like the very the most value they can wring out of themselves right now is like a defense first lineup that keeps the ball popping, right? But that's that's it, they, it's about getting to the final form. So I did think in the two man, he I liked the 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 reads he made and the choices he made. It was like the finishes were kind of tentative, but he was getting to the spots, manipulating Yoke's gravity again, like the stuff we used to see. And then he kind of just there were some floaters that. I thought maybe he wasn't sure if he wanted to shoot them going up or whatever. But I, I see him getting back to himself. I like that the highest leverage moment of this game is what dragged Jamal out of Jamal. Like That's, that's a sign true. That, that's, that's good. That's Jamal being himself. So I think there's going to be some diminishing returns on it, although tonight he was great. But it's worth it. You just keep plugging away because you're seeing the improvement, and it will be the best version by the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just so curious to see. I, I would love to see him. I'm with Dev, though, on I do think there's a little bit of shape. It is pace, but I feel like it's a little bit of shape, too. He walks the ball up every time. He actually had an eight-second count tonight that the ref just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> really? He really did. Wow. But the ref didn't say, like, when it flips to 16, and he's still just walking the ball up the court, and you're thinking, dude, there's nobody pressuring you. You're just walking up the court. Yeah. Like, he, but he's always played at the slowest pace for the Nuggets. He's always been the slow guy, and I would just love to see him as to try to like inject a little a more conditioning into his game right, and into his right. reps, mm -hmm. just sprint these. He's right now on a bit of a minutes restriction anyway. Just sprint the ball up. Try to really push yourself physically. That's Played the thing thirty-two minutes tonight. Yeah, screw the minutes <laughs> restriction. Minute restriction. What? Yeah, well, there were no point guards left. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There, <laughs> there was were a, none. There was a, a comedy of errors here. How concerned are we? I mean, what was it? Bones hip. Yeah, a hip strain. Dev, if Bones misses some time with a hip strain, how concerned uh. are we? Well, first off, I really don't think it was as serious just because he was, like, super yeah, active he was on the bench. He's, like, up. He's celebrating. He's dancing. I think they just want to be cautious. It's weird that it happened in warm-ups. Bones like how, Island would have to have, like, a leg amputated yeah, for him like not how, to be Yeah, like, how hard are you working in, in that? <laughs> I was glad that it wasn't an ankle, but also it's, like, now there's a new thing that we have to, like, keep an eye on. Um, I did not like that just because Bones is a guy that, he, you know, he's kind of, not injury prone, but there's like things that just keep on lingering. So I don't like the fact that that's there. Um, but I don't think that he's going to miss a lot of times. Let's just say with the hypothetical situation that he does. Now, now Ish Smith is also injured. <laughs> so like now you have to be cautious of how you do like the Jamal Murray. Um, he can't be on a minutes restriction. So not like that. That changes that progression and like the timeline that you have there. Um, then again, they don't have many playmakers, and that's something that you've seen from um, the trade that happened. Like it goes good right. when it's a good defensive night, but on nights that you need more playmakers, like the trade does, like you, you start to see um, the missing parts there. So it is scary because if Bones is not there, then it, it forces Ish Smith to be the second guy in line who now has question marks. Yeah. What just sucks is they had one game, this last game against the Jazz, where the rotation was beautiful. The bench was the exact right combination. Bones played great with Michael Porter Jr. on that second unit. And then you get to the next game, and that was the biggest storyline I had coming into tonight. Could Denver replicate that? 
and <laughs> resounding. They didn't even have the opportunity to yeah. because Bones was out, and so that's that's the biggest thing that sucks right now is. Um, you just wanted to see if the Nuggets could do that again on their second unit. They didn't get a chance to tonight, and right. you know we'll see what he looks like going forward. What do we make of this? Bruce Brown's a minus 28 tonight. He's a minus 46 on the season, which is far and away the worst. I know individual plus minus doesn't tell you the whole story. He's been very good. I mean, he's second on the team in assists. He's shooting 46% from three and 50% from the field. He's been very good. But he's in Faku territory at the moment. Faku was what, like a two hundred minus two hundred or something last year. He's at minus forty six. We're only seven the game games through. Do we make anything of it, or is it just well, early season randomness? Part of it is that Bruce is is like the fail safe fix option yeah, kind to of every is. lineup. That's true. So it's a great point. It's, there are all these lineups that probably shouldn't exist, and then you go, let's throw Bruce in there, and maybe right. it'll work. Yeah. You know? We need a little defense. Put him out there. Yeah, we need a point guard. That's not right. a point guard. Throw exactly. him out yeah. there. Yeah. I, like I think if he was the starting shooting guard, we wouldn't have that conversation. But yeah. I think you're. I think that's exactly it. Yeah. I think I think, I think similar to Faku, it's a a tough spot to be in with the second unit that doesn't really rotate or move the same way. Because when you when you push, you know, Bruce into the starting lineup, he looks good. Yep, he looks really good. But when you put him in situations where he has to like contribute or be the score, yeah, I think that it just becomes hard. And that's the same thing that happened with Faku. Um, he did have his moments that he looked really good when he was around other guys that can. Um, exploit those strengths like you could see um, you know guys knocking down shots you could see other guys scoring but now when it's all on him and he has to be the playmaker he has to be the defender he has to be the play like everything it just becomes a difficult spot to be in so they I feel like with the second unit and also even the starters right now until they find themselves they should mix things up to just see what like lineups work what lineups don't work because you don't want them to be the guy that's going like Horrible, like you know, negative the entire time that he's out yeah. there. Is Zeke Naji dead? Like, where is Zeke Naji? I know he was on the bench. Could, could he have given you worse than Jeff Green? Gave there's you? no could he way he's going to give you worse than Davon Reed. There's no way Davon no Reed worse. should not be out there, as far as I'm concerned. Like, do not put Davon Reed out there for any real grace. minutes right now. I got. I really wonder what's going on with Zeke Naji, man. Is, is he it, okay? Because they really are given opportunity to. Like, he has not even getting opportunity. Yeah. I mean, he had the one bad stretch where he played like five minutes or whatever, but it man. wasn't like it wasn't like the stretch they had tonight. It wasn't a thirteen zero stretch, you know. Like, so I don't know. Davon Reed goes three minutes minus eleven. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think he's the solution, though. Uh, That's the thing. Yeah, I'm but not I saying do. he is. I, I know, but it is weird that he's not even part of the like attempts or anything but it like you yeah, need, when he, things look horrible already like i davon looks bad he looks shitty but he's yeah. only playing like two minutes yeah, yeah. jeff green was like where you gotta do something yeah. else that's where something has to happen tonight don't, don't you guys feel like it's getting increasing like you're getting a very good game from jeff green or you're getting absolutely nothing to me it's felt that way and i know he was a steady replacement starter last year but there are times where you're like I mean, I don't know what it's like to be in the league at all, let alone how long he has. But there are times where you're just like, hey, man, right there, the ball is right there. Like, do something. Do right. something. Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't. That's what I mean. Doesn't he, have of all guys, he, does, he plays the least, like, sort of. I mean, he's been in the league a long time. I don't think he's really fretting a, Look, look man. a Sunday night loss. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the seventh game of the season. He's been in the league 15, 16 years. Right. Right. Um, but then, but yeah, Zeke. these are but the types Zeke. of nights where you would think maybe a Zeke Naji might get a crack. Right. Or maybe a Vlako Chanchar plays his first real minutes of the season. I don't yeah. know. So, I don't know. So whoever they pump up at training camp next year, remember this, write this down, out of the rotation. Just keep that. It's going to be Peyton Watson yeah. probably. Well, I hate it because it's going to be Brown. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> let's put up uh, Let's put up the DraftKings king of the game here because we forgot to get to it. It's, of course, Jamal Murray. His first one in... Almost, I what, love this. Five hundred fifty, nice. sixty days, something like that. So nice to put the crown back on Jamal's head, even if it was it yeah. lost. It was Lakers. the biggest silver lining yeah. from tonight. The one positive, I thought, just the biggest extended Murray flurry that that we've seen this season. That was great to see. Um, let's take a break. On the other side, though, we have to talk about this upcoming stretch. The schedule makers, man, made it hard on the Nuggets, and I do worry that this month of November, it's going to be probably their hardest month. And I, I just wonder, they're, I, I want to prepare the fan base for the fact that the Nuggets might not look great until December, maybe mid-December. Like, there's, there's a lot of trials and tribulations ahead, I think. Everybody needs to buckle up. We'll get to that on the other side. 
at uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. NBA fans, we've got basketball back. We've got the NBA back. Tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers right now can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Uh, uh also, if you're not a new customer, everybody what are you doing? can boost their what, winnings what, what did you, oh, up you put to ba- 100%. Was it, it was a good show? You're starting to Draft feel it? With DraftKings stepped-up oh. same-game parlays. Uh, the stepped-up same-game parlays. You guys oh, can only see what's happening off-camera right now. My goodness. Uh, the stepped-up same-game parlays. The more legs you, you add, it back over, Kale. Come on, the man. bigger your oh, odds boost yeah. is. If you add up to 10 legs, you get 100% odds boost. So that's for everybody, not just new users. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, Athletic Greens, guys. If you need some uh, routine in your daily life, check out Athletic Greens. It can be the first thing you do in the morning. Get you set up for a great rest of your day. Just one scoop of Athletic Greens and a cup of water set you on the path uh, for a great day. If you you know want better gut health, if you want more energy, if you want an optimized immune system, check out Athletic Greens. With one scoop of it, you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, or superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets, athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, final segment here. Kel, could you go look through my tweets? I put up the schedule in one of these tweets. You can kind of look at it um, and bring it up. But the Nuggets have uh, a pretty tough schedule here coming up. Um, They just went on the road to the Lakers. Here's the crazy thing. In 30 days, a 30-day period, a full month, they only play in the same city, meaning they play two games in a row without travel, one time, and it's not in Denver, it's in Dallas. Of all places, they don't play in Denver two games in a row at any point here. They're at Lakers. They have three days off, which is a little weird. I guess you could probably, I mean, you get some practice, much needed practice time. I kind of like that they get an opportunity to have Mm. two practices. They'll probably take tomorrow off, practice Tuesday and Wednesday, then fly to Oklahoma City for the Thursday game. But listen to this. So they're at L.A. They'll come home for a little bit. At Oklahoma City, come home for a game against the Spurs. Then go on the road to play the Spurs. So if I tell you we're starting a road trip and we go to, down to San Antonio, you think, okay, they're hitting the, they're hitting the south, right? They're going to go a little south, southwest division maybe. Nope, straight up to Indianapolis, over to Boston, then back over to Chicago. Then you come home for one game to play the Knicks. <laughs> then you're on the road in Dallas for two games in a row. So at least they get to not travel in between the two Dallas games, which is really weird. Then you come home to play against Detroit. Then you go on the road again at Oklahoma City. So you go east, then you go at the Clippers, go west, you fly over Denver, and then you come back for, for Houston. So the whole year, they don't, it's, they're just going to be in a hotel room the whole time, the whole month. Huh. And I don't think people realize just how hard that is. I know it sounds easy or whatever, you know, oh, come on, they're professional athletes, but there's just something too. constantly moving hotel rooms, constantly being on the move. You never get to be in one place. You got a family, you got kids, you see them for one day and one night. And then you go for, for three, four days. Then you have to come back. So to me, this is going to be a very a mentally challenging stretch. It'll probably be physically challenging. Yeah, the altitude, they're not acclimated. They, oh, they won't be. By the end They'll of this, they won't be. Forth. Yeah, they yeah. will have lost their white blood cell count. Wanna, you want to ask Malone some uh, shoot-around altitude questions, Wind? <laughs> is it affecting you guys out there? All right, Dev, when you hear this schedule, oh. um, you know, the good news is, is December, then they, things mellow out. They'll get some home games. But when you see this one, they're not good teams. Spurs twice, Dallas twice, Detroit, Oklahoma City, Houston, Indianapolis, Oklahoma City again. Is this a tough stretch? I think it is a tough stretch, but also uh, the Nuggets have shown us uh, as of late that they're, like, really good in these type of moments, especially on the road. Like, it's just like they get up for those type of moments and they find themselves um, in there. Maybe they just don't want to be comfortable, um, and and that's where you just see, like – them push a little bit harder uh but also like yeah that, that's tough on anyone where you're just you know you're you're not being able to be comfortable you're not um finding yourself in a rhythm and anything like that and you're living on the road so um this is a time that they will be tested but also i think that this is a resilient bunch where they're gonna try to find themselves so um i'm, I'm excited for, mm-hmm. the, for the group looking at these 
next couple road games, Oklahoma City, San Antonio, San Antonio, Indiana. I don't think the Nuggets have to worry about being defeated by the nightlife in any of those cities. So that, <laughs> so that's a good thing. Um, Bruce Brown <laughs> up all night fishing. You're like, come on, yeah, come on man. That's the harvest moon, man. Yeah. They're yeah. all the best. They're going really... to really get to know the river walk in San Antonio. <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> those two days. Um, but I think on a serious note, um, the opponents aren't tough, but like I'm with you, man. It's, it's just tough being out on the road like that. Like those, there are going to be a lot of close games that the Nuggets play in this stretch for sure. I think that they're going to come out of the stretch and they're going to be like 12 and 8, 12 and 9, something, something like that, where it's just not an impressive record. And I think people are going to, the tendency is going to be hit the, the hit the panic, panic button. I think if you can get out of that stretch with that unimpressive record, mm-hmm. but, and here's the big but, your defense is starting to show some signs. Your your identity yeah. is starting your your bench identity and your starters' identity is starting to come into focus. And most important of all, Jamal Murray is starting to round into shape. By that point, what did what did Jokic say? Twenty games, he's going to suck. This will be the end of the twenty game stretch. What if it happens at exactly twenty games? <laughs> yeah, twenty first game, he's going to be awesome. So, um, to me, I I hate it because we all we all want it now. You know, like we all have been waiting so long to see this team. It's like, oh, we're going to see him. I just have a feeling that this is part of that process. The yeah. process is going to be a little bit clunky, a little bit ugly, and less rewarding at first than you think, and we'll really judge the Nuggets by this second 20, yeah. 20 games. What, what I meant to say, though, seriously, is that the defense has not traveled at all. If you think about the Nuggets' road games, mm-hmm. torched in Utah on opening night. Yeah. That Warriors game, they had some good stretches of defense, but Golden State still scored like 120-something. Portland... Defense was torched in the second half there by Anthony Simons and stuff. And tonight, the defense torched again. They haven't played a, a decent defensive game on the road yet. And they have a yeah. ton of road games coming up. That's a great up. point. Yeah. Um, we have some super chats to get to, Kel. Man, you know the realest people are the ones that hang out in the loser's lounge. And then the, the realest. realest of the realest are the ones that super chat a loser's lounge. Realist. Unbelievable. First Realist. teamers, all of you. Every single one of you. Good chat tonight. Uh, Gage says, over under two years for a coaching change. Well, nope. All right. Tough start. All right. You just lost first team. You're <laughs> now a backup. No. Um, it's a good question. I mean, it all depends on this. I mean, I mean look. Here's, the, here's, the, here's what I would say. I'll take the under... If the Nuggets don't win a championship, yeah, over if they do. I mean, so however you feel about the Nuggets' title chances, I don't think they stick with Michael Malone. I mean, this season, if it's underwhelming to a certain degree, I think honestly Calvin would probably make a move even this season. But certainly over two years, yeah. if you just looked at the two-year window and said, "Hey, what is the goal for this team?" You got to win. You just got to win. And if that doesn't happen, right. you got to start making moves. And and coach is the easiest. Yeah, one. I mean, the Nuggets are just at a point where if they come out of this without a championship. It, this era without a champion. What was it for? You know, I mean, it's a massive disappointment. It yeah. just is. Well, and and if the team allegedly has everything they need, as we've heard so many times, then coaching would be a natural place to look. Um, all right, what do we have? Five says turn turns out both Russells won today. Knowing <laughs> we gave the Lakers their first win, but I bet we'll ultimately have the last laugh. Well, I hope so. I hope so. That's right. Early days. I would Let's bet ride. that. I would bet on that too. Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, are mm-hmm. you going to laugh? I don't. The Lakers, they got to win because they needed one, but I yeah. still think they're done. I still think they're done. We'll see. David says, no bones, and then ish sunk Denver tonight. This, the roster is really light on totally. ball handling until totally. Jamal can play 36 minutes. I mean, this is why I said, man, like I can sit here and say he should have played Michael Porter in that stretch. I can sit here and say he should call some timeouts or just do things differently, but the truth is. They were in a tight spot, man. Totally. Yeah, they were in a tight spot. Yep. Things are sure. It was. It was a tough spot tonight for sure. Also, it's tough on the roster to say it's light on ball handlers. That's true, but every roster's light on ball handlers when three of them are injured. Right. <laughs> three point guards are injured, yeah. Sending for King Dev. Also, let's just tank for Wemby. Trade everyone minus Brown and Brown. Attorneys at law. Uh, don't have a draft pick, but. Thanks for the super chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. 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 Yeah. Oh, you like that one, Dev? Oh, I love that one. Was that a good one? I loved it. All right. Uh, Eric says, $5 saw game show? live. Energy was so low. Wish Bones was out there, but happy to see flashes of old mall with forever rep nuggets in the cesspool of Lakers land. You're a brave one, Eric. Yeah, Shouts you're the best, to you, man. man. You're, you're the best, man. Um, and what else we got? Jason says, just keeping it real. Also, nice hair, Dev. Yeah. 
That's actually his real Dev, hair. Dev making some super chats for the company. Yeah. I love it. I love it. They're the real ones. You said that these are the realest of the reals. The realest of the, the realest real. real ones. Okay, I'll hit that uh, outro music. You can, no, yeah, I see more. it. You can hit that outro music anyway. Um, CLO says, four serious games, three unserious ones. Lakers desperate early in the season. Come out over 500 through November and healthy, and I think we're fine. Love y'all. Nuggets will be okay. Man, we appreciate it. Um, I think you're right about this. Four and three. I think when you saw the the schedule come out, I would have said four and three or five and two, and it would have been like five and two. You'd feel really good. Four and three, you feel not too bad, but you'd be like, man. All look, right. look at the standings. Right. Like things will change. Up top, it's Portland and San Antonio. If the playoffs started tomorrow, and the, the and Warriors, Phoenix. the Warriors and Clippers would miss it. You're right. There's Phoenix, but I'm just saying, you know, this isn't. If through seven games you know if you're a contender or not, then a lot of contenders are already out. So give it time. Yeah, Nuggets, the need, Warriors are out. Nuggets need to show us some stuff though on defense here over the next thirty days. I mean, of all the boxes you want to check you know on this tough road trip yes. i just want to see some heart on defense i want totally, i want some totally. like pride on the defensive end because that's especially from the team's leader Nikola Jokic. i'd love to see him be more aggressive offensively and all those things too but it's time to just be aggressive defensively and i hope we get to see yeah. it everybody think we got a buzzer beater in hell yeah <laughs> Arado says, MPJ and Jamal are focused on getting back their scoring. They aren't yet in unison with Yoke and haven't prioritized getting Yoke the ball in his spots. I mean, look, maybe that's true. I mean, maybe that, that's, a, that's a part of it. I just think all of this is new piece. If you think about who did Jokic, who were the starters last year? You had Jokic, Aaron Gordon, and then three other guys. This year, it's Jokic, Aaron Gordon. You got Michael Porter's new, Jamal's new, KCP's new. Right. I think it's honestly a lot of that. But the one thing I'll say is, <laughs> Yoke established dominance. Just go out there and show him 30 yep. points. Just show him what it looks like. Um, and, and I think a lot of that stuff will come a little bit easier. So Yoke's still learning how to find his voice and how to be the, you know, for everybody to hear it. And I think these next 30, these next 30 days are going to show us a lot. Probably through a lot of trials and tribulations. Absolutely. All right. We're going to have shows for you all week. We'll try to get some great guests lined up for you. Some interesting stuff going on as we have three days off. Nuggets will practice Tuesday and Wednesday. And I'm sure there's – I've got a million questions for Michael Malone. Uh, it's always nice. We, you know, they've been on the road a little bit. haven't been able to talk to him. It's always nice to go through all the notes and say, okay, let's get some answers on some of these different things that we're seeing. So it should be an interesting week. We'll see you guys all there. Adios. <laughs>